This is the Twins Insider Podcast. I'm Michael Rand, a road-weary Phil Miller joins me as well, uh, fresh off a 83-game series at Cleveland, it sounded like, uh, just based on the uh, the false start Friday, uh, the split doubleheader Saturday, and then another high-leverage game Sunday. You were writing in a lot of high-leverage situations, Phil, uh, but thank you for, uh, thank you for being uh, with us this morning. Sure. Uh, yeah, the, the crazy part was that the story kept changing too. Right. So uh, th- there was uh, I, I probably wrote as many stories that we didn't publish as uh, as we did. That's uh, um, but yeah, it was uh, it was quite a weekend condensed into uh, uh, eventually. I guess they started at one o'clock uh, uh, Saturday and finished up around four. So uh, that's. 27 hours for the entire three-game series. Let me uh, let me start here because this is kind of what got the big the big weekend going and a lot of the kind of drama and storylines that that came from it. Um, a good a very good weekend overall for the Twins that leaves them four and a half games up, five in the loss column with just 13 to play, and you know the 13 we've been talking about are all against the lesser AL Central foes. But Friday night. Um, the decision to start that game—that is Major League Baseball's decision, correct? Am I am I right on that? It is. It, it is, and it turned into uh, one of the craziest decisions uh, I've ever heard, given uh, given the stakes uh, at uh, right. in the division. Um, yeah, they they knew that the rain was coming. It was uh, it's funny on site. It was a gorgeous afternoon, right? Uh, right. right around eighty degrees. Sun was out. Um, and uh, but the forecast said uh, rain around six o'clock. Yeah, uh, and that's kind of what they were planning for. And and it's funny. Uh, it sounds crazy, but the storm ended up getting there later than they expected, and then faster than they expected. And it was uh, uh, it 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 couldn't have worked out any worse uh, for the twins. In, sure. Uh, in and how it went. Uh, basically, what happened was the storm. Uh, did not show up about six o'clock and uh, didn't even look. Uh, you couldn't tell it was uh, coming, and uh, uh, they felt an obligation to start the game. Uh, and finally, what the decision came down to, and uh, this is uh, the crazy part I've never heard it before baseball decided let's try to get in an official game, get five innings in, uh, and then see what we're at. So they were, they were hoping to play quickly. Um, even though they knew that the rain was coming and it was a risk. And, and once, uh, so they got in two and a half innings. Uh, right. But, but can I just say the idea that let's just, uh, let's play half a game. And right. Have that between sure. the two contenders and have that count and have that, uh, be, uh, part of the division race. It, uh, it, uh, really struck me as strange that uh, the baseball would do it, and it really uh, ended up uh, making the Twins mad. Given, I mean, given that, it's probably just as well. Even even though the game started at that point, it's probably better that it gets washed out and it's tied at two at that point. Nobody feels mm-hmm. like they got you know damaged in any way that the, that the lead was disappearing. But mm-hmm. um, you know, as you wrote, and I'm sure the Twins felt. I mean, they were already planning on a bullpen game Saturday. This was advantage Cleveland uh, with, you know, if you went into this weekend looking at the pitching matchups, you thought, and we even talked about this Friday, you're like, boy, they, they better get the Oda Rizzi versus Savale game. Not that Savale is a bad pitcher, but that was probably their most favorable 
pitching matchup of the weekend, that gets washed out, and suddenly they're looking at two bullpen games on Saturday, one of them against uh, Clevenger. Yeah, and the other crazy thing about the Friday night was it rained torrentially uh, for about uh, 45 minutes. Yeah. Uh, but then it stopped, and uh, and there was a lot of, well, now what we do? Because they could have played at that point. Yeah. But the forecast was for it's coming again, and then it's going to stop. It's not going to be that bad again, but it's going to be stop and start, stop and start. Sure. Uh, and so at that point, the Twins who were kind of going along with uh, it was from the sound of it. It was quite a negotiation. The twins were kind of uh, on board with the plan to let's start. And um, their forecasts were that the rain wouldn't get there until close to nine. It ended up being uh, about, uh, well, they covered the field uh, right around eight. Yeah. So that's what happened. But then the twins were adamant. We're not going to start again. Right. If, it's going to wash out again because now you're going to cost us another pitcher that sure. we can't use this weekend. And sure. so uh, as it played out, uh, the night did kind of clear up. It, okay, it, interesting. It did stop and start for a little bit, but uh, the, but the Twins uh, were just adamant that we're not going to – we're not going to risk it because we're already uh, – uh, I mean, Jake Odorizzi was, was furious. Sure, uh, rightfully so. His, yeah, I mean, he's a – He's had a lot of good luck against Cleveland. He felt sure. very confident. And uh, uh, so, yeah, Friday night was a fiasco, and the Twins behind the scenes fought to uh, to keep it from getting any worse. As it turned out, I think they could have played. But sure. another factor in this was that it had rained the night before in Minneapolis. The Twins got to their hotel at 4.30. Yeah. Most of the guys yeah. got to bed at 5 a.m. Right. Um and so uh, they felt like they were at a disadvantage anyway because yeah. uh, they were tired. So it uh, it was it really could not have worked out any worse. And the twins ultimately fought to keep it from getting any worse. And I'm sure the Indians had a sellout crowd there. And I'm sure the crowd was thinking, "What are we What are we waiting on? It's not right. It's not right. raining." And hmm. and behind the behind the scenes, the twins were saying, uh, "We're not risking it at this point." Yeah. Well, it's a scenario that looks about as about as bad as it can look when you know Odorizzi gets gets wasted uh, on Friday. They go into that doubleheader Saturday against that backdrop. Uh, you know, I, I think they would have mm-hmm. been ecstatic with a split Saturday. They wind up with a sweep. Uh, the the bullpen game Smeltzer gets through three innings in that first game, uh, aided uh, by, uh, obviously, the diving catch by Jorge Polanco, who had hit the two-run homer to give them the lead at the in the top half of that third inning. And then they kind of go lights out. I kind of felt um, like once they got through that third inning and those relievers started rolling through things, uh, they, they looked pretty sharp. I had a pretty good feeling that they were going to be able to hold on to that lead. But given given the backdrop, would you? I mean, that that's about as big a win as they've had this year, even though they've had plenty of big ones. Yeah, it, and that might that uh, Jorge Polanco's diving catch might have been the uh, the uh, might have been the play that saved the division title. Because, yeah. Uh, if they don't get that game, and then they start, they did start poorly uh, in the second game. Sure. Uh, and we can get to that in a moment. Uh, the the. Um, yeah, the series is a whole lot different. Uh, the ultimately, uh, it couldn't have played out any better. And it, 
to me, the amazing part is as much as we have uh, wondered, rightly so, about whether the Twins' bullpen would hold up and that as much as it didn't hold up through uh, a lot of the uh, middle part of the season, uh, it's the bullpen that yeah. uh, that saved the weekend. Uh, they used uh, eight or nine, nine, they used nine pitchers uh, in the doubleheader Saturday. Eight of them did not allow a run. Yeah. Um, it is, uh, we've come to find out that uh, Rocco Baldelli is very much a believer in the uh, all hands on deck uh, theory of, of pitching. He is uh, very much a bullpen guy. Yeah. Um, and uh, he and Wes Johnson were kind of in their element with, uh, with the game plan for covering 18 innings. And by God, these guys uh, rose to the occasion and, and, and have for some time now. Uh, uh, Tyler Duffy hasn't allowed yeah, a run in a month. Trevor May uh, has been great. Zach, yeah, Trevor May is, uh, uh, has almost uh, completely uh, put his uh, shakiness in the past. Zach Plattel is yeah. developing right before our eyes into uh, – into somebody they're going to trust in the middle innings uh, uh, beyond this year as well, and uh, and then they got their back end guys. Uh, the uh, yeah the uh, Rocco was extolling uh, the bullpen and all the options he has and and just how strong the unit is getting. And we were looking at each other like, you know, you've got fifteen guys out there, so <laughs> it makes it a little easier. It does uh, it, it does? Is, yeah, it, it's the it's really the boiled down uh, uh, today's game uh, down to its purest form, uh, where you can, uh, where you have a lot of pitchers, and the you know the great not so secret about it is the less they pitch, the more effective they are, right. and uh, and uh, that uh, it really it really played out on the biggest stage. You know, the other thing I'm thinking about the bullpen is we've. After uh, the last few weeks, we you really go to some of these other cities and discover, boy, there's a lot of lousy bullpens sure. around the league. That uh, um, the Twins are really struggled through the middle months, but uh, their pen looks a lot stronger than most other teams now. Well, and strangely enough, I mean, what seemed to stabilize it in kind of the middle of August was the return of. Sam Dyson, and yeah. he's again been sidelined now. Looks like he's quite possibly done for the year. They're getting no help from him. Maybe you can give me an update on on that. But what you wrote over the weekend didn't make it sound optimistic that that he was anywhere you know anywhere close to coming back. Well, he felt, yeah. felt the pain again. Um, so it, it's a lot of it is you know aside from Romo, it's it's the internal guys. It's it's the guys that have have been kind of here all along and you know kind of moving along and trying to get better. Very much so, uh, and I will say I wrote it as pessimistically as possible because I couldn't find anybody to say 100% for sure he's done. Yeah. But the feeling in the clubhouse is he's 100% for sure done. Uh, that uh, I mean, there's only two weeks, and then the playoffs. Yeah. He, uh, he's not uh, coming back from this. The uh, and the additional. Well, I mean, it's not unspoken, but they're pretty certain he he needs surgery and soldiers uh shoulder yeah. surgery those are hard words to say back to back yes um and uh and so his his career might be in doubt uh all of a sudden um time so to, time, yeah. to sue the, time to sue the giants for everything they got <laughs> let's go uh well, supposedly uh, uh baseball uh we, we 
heard from a couple sources that baseball investigated and couldn't find any evidence that that the Giants were aware that the problem was this bad. That uh, that Dyson largely, uh, you know, he's kind of the football warrior type, uh, largely played through it and figured he could keep playing through it. And uh, and it turns out maybe not. But it was interesting. I talked to both uh, Smeltzer and uh, Tyler Duffy about Dyson and because uh, Dyson goes on and on about what an effect he has had and Romo as well. Um, but he said, uh, I was sitting there next to Smelter and uh, Dyson the other day in the bullpen. Duffy said that? And Dyson was, yeah, Duffy was uh, saying, mm-hmm. uh, and, and, and uh, Dyson was having Smelter show him uh, his slider grip and was showing him, well, if you do this, you know, try this, because this is what works for me. And, uh, you know, it's that sort of thing. He's, mm-hmm. uh, um, he is uh, an unusual uh, character. He's got a strong personality and uh, uh, he has... He is one of the leaders of the bullpen in just a short time, uh, despite being injured. And uh, I mean, I, if he has to the surgery, which uh, sure sounds like it's going to happen, um, you're not going to see him on opening day next year. Wow. Uh, it's a it's a way. It's you know he'll have a long way to go. So um, yeah. So the dynamic of that uh, and and Romo Romo is just such a. Uh, uh, such a light heart he is sure. uh, he he does and says crazy things in the clubhouse he's very much uh, um, a, a, a big brother to uh, sure. a very young bullpen so it's it's an interesting uh, dynamic to see the the additions didn't uh, seem like much and maybe may not make that much difference on the field but um they i, I think it's played a role in uh, shoring up the bullpen Still not sure that knowledge is worth three prospects. I still want to sue the Giants for all they're worth. So that's just me. Um, that's true. Uh, hire him as a coach. Yeah, uh, that's, yeah. uh, um, that's, that's going to be the dynamic. Yes, so I, I don't want to overreact based on Saturday um, in terms of what the Twins should do strategically going forward. And, and certainly the, the division is not officially uh, theirs yet. Uh, we, we can talk about it being you know, looking good. Uh, Cleveland's going to keep, you know, desperately crawling and, and, and trying to get that wild card, though, so they're not going to, they're not gonna, just going to fade into the, in the background. But anyway, here's, here's my question. What we saw Saturday was possibly a postseason, uh, I don't want to say blueprint, but uh, an option, at, at least, in terms of, you know, you look at the Pineda suspension, you look at, um, you know, anybody beyond Barrios and Odorizzi having question marks uh, as a starter. Um, I guess here, here's, a two, here's a two-part question for you. Could we see them trying, you know, maybe not you know, quite to that level, but some version of a, a bullpen game um, in one or even two uh, postseason spots? Uh, and part two to this is a little, a little dicey, but I was thinking about this this morning. Is it a, given his... Uh, lack of effectiveness and health problems. Is it a lock that Kyle Gibson is on the postseason roster if they decide to try this bullpen thing uh, more seriously? Uh, both are interesting ideas. Uh, I think uh, as far as the bullpen game, uh, that's interesting. It was the A's, I'm going to say, that uh, that went with a bullpen game in uh, in like game seven of the of the 
uh, of their series last year. Uh, so it, it's it's not unprecedented. And you've got more off days, uh, right? You've got what off days for travel? Yeah. Is that basically it? Yeah, you you generally only play two days in a row right. at a time. So there's always going to be uh, uh, time off. So yeah, it, it is more uh, conducive to getting by with a slimmer starting rotation. But uh, I would I would guess that that the Twins are would be willing to do that. Um, it might you, you might not realize it. It might take the form of a Martin Perez start, yeah. where they send him out there and they and they really only need two to three innings from sure. him and yeah. and are not uh, are not expecting him to go 100 pitches and not and don't want him to. You know, right? Give us one time through the order and uh, and we'll take it from there. Uh, and so, yeah, I, I do think that is a real possibility. Uh, um, I could tell you this: Rocco would certainly love to use the forty-man row, uh, the forty-man roster, in the postseason <laughs> uh, because uh, it it certainly uh, helps. Yeah. Um, as far as Gibson, it is uh, it is becoming a question mark, and uh, you know they're they're they were already pushing his next start back, right? Uh, just to try to get him as strong and as uh, fresh as possible. Uh, yesterday was just his normal throwing day. Sure. He was actually going to have a second one uh, leading up to his next start. Um, and so, uh, and he wasn't going to start until Thursday. And I'd be interested to see if that's going to be the, uh, the plan or if they uh, do bullpen on uh, Thursday now against the, uh, when the Royals are in town. Um, I would say it's possible that, uh, that Kyle has uh, has been pretty shaky uh, from the from uh, the start of August or so, and uh, clearly it's at least partially related to his health course, and yeah. to uh, season long health. And yeah, he he pitched as well as he could as long as he could, and um, and it's uh, it's a long long season. So I, I don't know. It would be you know he feels like he's bounced back and ready and sure. Uh, you know, in these, uh, his outing yesterday, these are always the things where you look at and say, yeah, he made one bad pitch. Um, the infield, you know, he got two ground balls in his second inning and an error on one of them. And one of them just uh, beat the shift. Uh, you know, he feels like he, uh, he made his pitches and he executed what he wanted to do and it, and he allowed a run sure. because of it. So I don't know if, the twins are grading him as harshly as yeah. fandom clearly was right. and uh, the, and, after that. And this yesterday. weekend is a very small sample size, of course, and it's you know it, it, it he's got time to show them more uh, in these last two weeks. It's just kind of where I'm at right now is it I'm just trying to think about if you know if they're gonna have what's the what's the how many pitchers they carry in the postseason? Probably eleven, uh twelve at the most. I would think twelve. Yeah, I, the way uh, they do it, yeah. I, I I don't think they can uh, get by uh, the way they want to operate with just eleven, and and if it's going to come down to is uh, is Gratterall on the uh, yeah. roster, they're going to make. Uh, I, I I really think uh, the vibe I got. I kind of wrote about it today. The vibe I got is uh, uh, the uh, the pitching coaches and uh, Rocco really really like the idea of a weapon. Uh, sure. Like Gratterall, and uh, um, I, I almost wonder if it was part of the risk 
that the Twins front office was taking when they added him to the uh, roster for September that they may have just lost one of their best uh, starting pitchers. <laughs> uh, they may have just lost 150 innings uh, from Gratterall from uh, going forward because they want to put him in 50 important innings rather than uh, 200 uh, less important innings. Where he can only throw 96, 97, he's got to save it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. I talked to Trevor May about that. Uh, uh, you know, he said uh, he, he we were just... Uh, he was just amazed, uh, as we all were, by how far Gratterall has come in such a short time uh, and how uh, it, Saturday seemed like a real coming-out party. Do you know that, that Yeah. That Saturday, Gratterall, Stashek, and uh, May faced, I think, 18 batters uh, mm-hmm. and allowed one base runner. Wow. I, I just, I just uh, keep going over. That was such a... a a spectacular day for the twins on Saturday. That, that, uh, there's a lot of things that uh, you keep coming back to. Like this is not, this is not uh, uh, what we expected to come out of that. Uh, 180 degrees different. Yeah. No. Exactly. I mean, so let's was... see. What were we? Uh, no. Was, uh, yeah. He's got two weeks uh, in, the, in test his health, but it would be a blow to uh, to him personally. I know. I know. Yeah. That's because uh... he because he very much feels a part of it. But yeah. You know, the management is going to take the is you know it's going to be a pretty cold process. Who are the best pitchers? Sure. And uh, some of them at this point might be uh, in the bullpen. And it seems like this uh, regime. I don't know if it's different with Rocco or or what, but it, it feels like maybe compared to past decision making, uh, it probably wouldn't have been a question. Kyle Gibson is a guy that helped get you here. He's going to be on the roster. I, I feel like uh, this group, not that they're cold-hearted, but they would be uh, they'd be looking at it more as a, a business decision and who helps us win more in the moment. Is that fair to say that they would have a less uh, heartwarming uh, approach to it and yeah. more of a more of a kind of a cold calculated, uh, you know, here's here's the guys that, that can help us win now? Yeah, uh, well, yeah, I, I think very much. And uh, Rocco uh, very much uh, rallied to Gibson's side after the game yesterday. He said, I, I felt then and I still feel at this moment that Gibson was the pitcher who gave us the best chance to win in that situation because sure. uh, none, none of us had any idea that uh, he was going to be available in relief. Uh, it was Jake Odorizzi that uh, um, was kind of campaigning for uh, I can help, I, let's – <laughs> you know, let's get this series. We need to win. But right. uh, behind the scenes, Gibson was as well, and uh, and they took him up on it. And uh, um, so I think Rocco feels uh, pretty good about Kyle as well. And yeah. uh, uh, and and like you say, they graded they would greet him a lot less harshly sure. than, uh, than fandom would yesterday. Um, but um, yeah, when it comes to uh, Winning four games out of seven in the postseason, yeah, uh, right, I think three out of five. Yeah, to, yeah, it was three or five in the first round. Uh, they're going to be uh, um, pretty. I don't know if ruthless is the word because they're all in this together. But yeah, uh, yeah, I think it, there'll be some pretty uh, cold-blooded calculations. Um, but uh, yeah, we'll have to see. Uh, we, was, go, go ahead. Well, I was going to say, uh, just thinking of the starting pitches reminded me. Uh, I can't remember it was just a, a reflection of of how unbelievable saturday was but i can't remember a team that 
so uh, that made a move that so signaled there we're done with you then uh, <laughs> pushing attitude the pushing burritos burritos back, back yeah. yeah i had i kind of had an inkling that uh they were feeling pretty good about the chances you know what's on the record what's off the record yeah could be so different because they are they are so careful sure not to uh Don't not to get ahead of themselves yeah, right but they kind of gave the game away and i had an inkling that they might and so i asked uh, after the game uh, you still using Barreos tomorrow and uh, I think it surprised Rocco a little bit but he said uh, yeah we're, we're, no no <laughs> we're not uh, 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 the pitching is so funny with yeah. uh, with that team and, and all their elaborate planning and, and it really does feel like uh, it must be like this at the 3M company and with all the meetings uh, to decide <laughs> stuff uh, because uh, they were so uh, well first of all they didn't have a lineup for Saturday's game until after they took batting practice and they wanted, um, it was a private batting practice with just four guys that were, were trying to prove how healthy they were. Yeah. And, uh, and, uh, they decided to hold out, uh, let's see, who, who did they use? They, they held out Marwin, they held out cave, yep. they used, um, Cruz, they used, uh, Kepler. So no, obviously. Um, yeah. And so uh, the, uh, the Indians are waiting and waiting and waiting and waiting to get the Twins lineup. It's then, after the first game, we're all in uh, Rocco's office discussing yeah. the first game, and the phone rings, and we can see uh, one of those office phones. Yeah. Uh, off, uh, we can see on it, it says, uh, Terry Francona calling. Yeah. And Rocco kind of looks at it like, I'm ignoring, oh, no, oh, hold one sec. Uh, <laughs> he picks up the phone and says, Tito, hi. Uh, I'm with the media right now. Can I can I call you back? Can I can I call you? Uh, uh, our, let's, who's our starter? Uh, Thorpe. We're going to start Thorpe, and then click. Uh, <laughs> I I heard the uh, I heard the uh, Indians were getting a little annoyed with the Twins, uh, not lack of know, transparency. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it it, it was interesting because. It frustrates us, the media. You know, we're just trying to put out, "Hey, here's right, who's going right. to start the next three days." It turns out the twins don't even know themselves because <laughs> they are so it's fluid. Uh, yeah, yeah. And I, I heard that the Indians were uh, probably, particularly Francona, were very uh, annoyed by getting the lineups late. Uh, not, uh, you know, Francona is very much a planner too, and you know, he wanted to set his lineup. Thorpe's a left-hander, so. What's the lineup going to look like? Sure. So uh, it was just interesting to uh, be. We just happened to be there when uh, behind the scenes went. Uh, uh, I think it probably boiled over a little bit for uh, uh, Francona. I, I heard they uh, smoothed it over, but when one manager has to call the other and say, "Who are you pitching?" For God's sake. Yeah. Uh, it was just an uh, interesting moment. There was a lot of chirping this weekend. Maybe we can end with that. It was, uh, you know, you saw Clevenger and his shot at uh, Polanco, or at least what we perceive, pre- perceived to be as a shot. It seemed pretty clear. And then I don't know if it was Sunday's game, but I was just watching on TV. It looked like Rosario was having some back and forth with uh, uh, the Indians catcher. There was some mm-hmm. kind of uh, some jawing there. Um, it, it, what seems on the surface like – uh, I mean, not a, like a bitter rivalry. Look, somewhat friendly. You see the guys chatting at first base and whatnot. But are are these teams developing a a mutual distaste for one another uh, for various reasons? 
I don't know that I sense that so much. It's really hard to do that too much in baseball, although I think history tells us that a team with uh, Yasiel Puig on it is a lot more likely to develop those relationships. By the way, as an aside, I don't want to cut you off, but uh, I meant meant to mention this. uh, That that Gratterall 101 on the corner to Puig, uh, that was probably the the pitch of his his two winnings. That was something that looked like Puig had no chance on that one. Anyway. Go yeah, on. yeah, that's the uh, yeah that may be the pitch that uh, got him on the postseason roster. Yes. Uh, I, I agree. Uh, that, uh, I mean, this is we are off to the side again, but uh, um, I was I just think it's a manager's dream to have a guy that is uh, um, as overpowering yeah. as, as that that you can put into this. You know, these are the two key outs of the game. Yeah. Let's use this guy. You know, sure. Chapman does that for the Yankees. Yeah. Um, so, uh, yeah, uh, Gretarol's, uh future uh, is uh, is definitely a question mark. Uh, as to the chippiness, I don't sense that the twin. I think they were offended, uh, but boy, the Indians gave them a lot of material if they wanted to uh, take offense. <laughs> right. And they're, you know, uh, uh, Lupo uh, flips his bat into the air after. Yeah. Uh, hitting a home run, and then very next batter, Reyes, uh, uh, smashes his bat uh, into pieces uh, right. when he strikes out. I mean, uh, I know pitchers uh, take that uh, as an affront, like uh, sure. it, the signal is, uh, how I should have hit I... that, yeah. Yeah, are you kidding? I missed that. Uh, that's the best you got. Uh, there was that, and uh, yeah, I think there was a little bit of back and forth. And the Clevenger remark, I... It's funny. I thought it would be a bigger deal in the story of the day. Uh, <laughs> There's so much. I, I have to say, uh, yeah. I, I, I assumed it would probably be a split, and uh, and a remark like that might be the story that carried over. Yeah. Um, but it was really lost in. I mean, you know, what felt like the Twins clinching the division, and it really right. became a, a far less uh, important thing. I, I know the Twins took note, and they. They, uh, uh, I think the Spanish-speaking players in particular uh, kind of took offense to that. Um, you know, I don't think it's the last time Polanco's going to hear it in his career uh, because, no. you know, he, he made a mistake. Uh, he, he was uh, uh, he was guilty. I think that the the uh, it was out of character for him and uh, and the, pl- the players who know him and. Uh, and really love him in that uh, clubhouse, um, you know, think it's an unfair shot. And sure. uh, to some extent it is, but uh, it really got uh, put aside in the uh, the mission of the weekend. Uh, um, you could really feel, I thought, uh, Sunday in the clubhouse, uh, a feeling of uh, almost rub their faces in it. They, they wanted to win yesterday's game, sure. uh, you know, without Boreas, without Cruz, uh wanted to make a statement that way they didn't end up doing that uh um but uh i think they uh they, they took some offense at what went on but uh they it really wasn't uh talked about uh in front of us uh after uh after the games so i don't know how much carryover that will have well we'll have to see it's uh you know they don't play each other again this year unless somehow they right. uh, they got into a uh, if, if cleveland got into a wild card situation and they managed to uh both win their division series assuming this is uh the twins division to uh to to, to clear their way through now but uh 
Hey, if uh, if they wound up playing in the uh, ALCS, I think uh, the Twins would love that because it would mean they were not facing uh, the yeah. other of the Yankees or Astros, and it would mean they had the home field. So uh, I think they would take that. Yeah, it's also possible they would play uh, a uh, one-game playoff if right. if, if, if the Twins that. let it slip away sure. and it got to that. And, and one thing yesterday's game did do was uh, the season series was tied 9-9. Uh, the, twin, the, uh, the Indians won the season series yesterday, so a tiebreaker game would be in – Cleveland, God save us! If we would have to right. add uh, another 163rd game, but uh, but uh, yeah, the uh, uh, yeah, we're on to the White Sox, White Sox, Royals, Tigers, Royals, the rest of the way. Yeah, the Twins now on FanGraphs are 98.7 percent to win the division, so I think they're probably feeling pretty good about that. Need to take care of business in this seven-game homestand, a chance to clinch on their home field if if things broke right, if they had a big home uh home series home home schedule here if they went you know five and two six and one and cleveland dropped a few games they could could even clinch maybe before they got to that final week we will have to see we're not getting ahead of ourselves they're not getting ahead of ourselves uh, themselves but uh, certainly a big weekend uh this past weekend particularly with the uh, all the gloom and doom that we were talking about going into it um phil get some rest we'll talk to you soon yeah i'm gonna go take a nap i think <laughs> thanks mike all right bye bye